This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley and the Paladin Financial Team. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here's Paladin Financial Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. I'm your host, Jeff Quick with Paladin Financial, and I'm joined here today by Mr. Tony Shore. Welcome, Tony. Well, great to be here, Jeff. Hope you're doing well. Everything going good with you? Everything's going great. Uh, hectic week as usual. Have a seminar tonight I'm looking forward to, so been prepping for that all day and uh, looking forward to meeting some new folks tonight. Well, this is awesome. Uh, this is great. I know you love meeting with people, so I bet uh, I bet the seminars are fun for you, aren't they? It is my favorite thing to do. Yeah, that's very cool. But other than that, Jeff, um, you've been uh, busy, haven't you? you? You're keeping busy, right? Always. Always. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, the summer's winding down, though. That's That's never fun, is it? It's not. Summer is winding down. However, Tony, as you know, I have three young children at home and I'm not completely disappointed. School is just around the corner. I bet not. I remember those days. You know, Jeff, my youngest, we just uh, moved off to college down to Winona State uh, this week. Well, congratulations. So, yep. We moved her into college this week. So we're officially, that was our youngest. We had three as well, but our youngest just went to college. So Empty nesters. Hey, my oldest will be a senior at Gus Davis this year, and then of course my youngest will be a first grader. So I have quite the uh, quite the span, yeah. if you will. Yep, my wife is a Gusty, Sarah. So, oh, awesome! Yeah, she loved it. So that's really cool. A couple of our kids almost went there, but our daughter got a full ride scholarship from St. Thomas, and then um, uh, Anna wanted to do nursing, so she's down at Winona State and. Adam wanted to do pre-PA and med, so he went to lacrosse and then to a med school. So Okay, awesome. Yeah, yep. I love it, though. Gustavus is a good school. Now, uh, I'm excited. Uh, let's dive right in because uh, our topic today is uh, retirement challenges, right? Yes, absolutely. And so uh, I know that you have a wealth of knowledge on this subject, Jeff. You've been doing this a while. And uh, let's start with the first challenge, which I see as one of the biggest costs in retirement. You've said that before on the show. 100%. Healthcare, right? And so how can people out there watching or listening, uh, approaching retirement, plan for these large healthcare expenses? Yeah, Tony, you're 100% correct. Healthcare is the biggest cost most retirees will face during retirement. Yep. Followed very closely by taxes, or that's not the uh, the current topic. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, it becomes even more challenging, Tony, when people are looking to retire pre-65, right? At 65, you can sign up for Medicare. If you plan to retire earlier, you really need to take into account those out-of-pocket healthcare costs and the cost of private insurance, which can be quite substantial. And in actuality, it's probably the number one reason clients don't retire before age 65 is that huge cost of healthcare. Wow. Wow. And so healthcare costs can be a problem. And even if you do qualify for Medicare and you are 65 or older in retirement and are receiving Medicare, there are costs involved. There are premiums, there are deductibles. 
And there are also a lot of things that Medicare doesn't cover. So you do have to plan for health care costs. Plus, there's long-term care, which Medicare doesn't cover. So these things need to be planned for, obviously. Uh, absolutely. It's the number one thing. When I look at a client's financial plan, we look at financial needs. Yeah. We have our monthly living expenses we need to account for, whatever you include in there, cable, housing, all that fun stuff. Second one, of course, need is health care. You have to have that. Yep. It's a very easy way to go bankrupt, right? Healthcare costs yep. if you're not covered. Yep. So what do you look at then uh, for healthcare? I mean, um, you've mentioned HSAs, right? That's a good way to deal with it? HSAs are a great way to deal with it. It's the greatest savings vehicle, honestly, we have, right? You get a tax deduction on the front end, you get tax-free growth as long as the money stays in there, and you get tax-free withdrawals. I jokingly refer to it as triple compounding. So it's a great savings vehicle. Yeah. And people don't understand that with HSAs, a lot of folks might not realize that can carry into retirement. So uh, you have to qualify for an HSA and have a qualifying plan during your working years. But if you sock money away each year, it doesn't reset. You don't lose that money. It just keeps growing within the HSA. And if you don't use it during your working years, you can stick money in there and use it in retirement. You can put the max in there every year. And then in retirement, you have all that money to use to pay your Medicare premiums, your prescription drugs, your hearing aids that aren't covered by Medicare, or put it toward long-term care. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Absolutely. It's not like a flexible savings account, right? Where you you spend it or lose it. Right. It does stay and grow. You can invest it just like any uh, any qualified plan through your employer, there's mutual fund options, so you can uh, get some nice growth in there as well. Yeah, you get the triple tax benefit, as you mentioned. That is that is huge. There, really, that's the only account like that. Exactly, it? Yeah. it is. It so is. what's next? Uh, so the other thing is that you need to think of is tapping into those retirement savings early, right? If you retire pre-59 and a half, any qualified accounts you have, 401ks, IRAs, you're also going to incur outside of just the income tax on those withdrawals, a 10% early withdrawal penalty. That's right. Right. Yeah. I, I think if you're like me, Tony, we'd all like to dream of retiring. The earlier, the better right. for most people. Right. If you do plan to retire before 59 and a half, you want to make sure you're planning for that and have assets available that you're not going to be penalized for taking out early. So there's ways we can help you do that as well. Yeah, I think that's great. And uh, I know that uh, you need a plan in place. And this is one example of where you definitely want to be working with a financial advisor like yourself. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I mean, on something like that. Now, uh, obviously, uh, tapping into retirement savings early, you want to make sure you don't do that. And I think uh, moving on to the power of compounding interest, you brought that up and that makes me think of that. I think when I think of compounding interest, uh, I, I think, wow, well, you want to take advantage of that. It's like a superpower for your savings, isn't it? Yes, 100%. 100%. And when we look at compounding interest, you think about, again, retiring early. The money you've been saving all these years now yeah. has less time to compound and grow. That's true. If that you're familiar true. with the rule of 72, Tony, right? You yep. take that interest rate divided into 72, that's how long your money takes to double approximately. Yep. So if you're earning a 7.2% return for easy math for, for me, right? <laughs> right. your money's going to double every 10 years. So because you're withdrawing those assets earlier, they haven't had as long to compound and you end up with a lot smaller nest egg. So it's something to consider as well. 
Yeah, and you've mentioned sequence of returns, and that plays into that as well. And if you're pulling money out, uh, your accounts are going to dwindle down that much quicker because that's that much uh, less compounding interest you have time to earn. So time is time is money in this case. Time is your friend in that case. Yeah, the other thing uh, that you mentioned there is sequence of returns. So you also want to be diversified so you're not taking money out of, uh, assets that may be declining in value. Like during 2022? Uh, perhaps 2022 <laughs> is a good example. Yes. So you want to do that and you want to have different buckets to pull from, right? Your qualified accounts, uh, your Roth accounts, your non-qualified accounts that will really allow you uh, to maintain the lowest tax rate uh, possible by having sure. those different options. Yeah. So it's important. Well, I think that's great. Now, uh, one aspect that often surprises people is how much they are going to spend in retirement, the amount they have to spend. Explain why some people end up spending more in retirement than they expect to, especially in those early years. Yeah, 100%. And, and that's if, if we look, uh, if you see the title of the show, when all you listeners go online to, uh, to take note, it's called Every Day is Saturday, right? When you're retired, every day is like a Saturday. That's true. It's expensive to not go into work every day. It is. Right? Yeah. You, you have to have things you're going to do. Uh, most people have a lot of plans and dreams, things they want to do once they, they retire. Uh, I know I would like to travel more than I do now. Sure. Right? I want to golf more than I do now. Sure. Right? If it's a Saturday, that'd be my perfect day. I want to go out, get on the golf course, which isn't cheap. I want to have lunch with my buddies afterwards, and I'm going to do this more than the once a week I attempt to do it now because every day is Saturday. And then you'll have grandkids eventually, and you'll want to take them on trips to Disney World, and that costs, what does that cost? Not much, right? Oh, geez. I was there last year. You wouldn't even want to hear the total dollar amount that uh, we spent at Disney My World. wife's family has planned to get get together for her, her fam, uh, our family and all her siblings' families and her mom. Yep. And this year they want to do Disney World, and they've booked that trip. Yes. Uh, and so that's coming up here in a month, and I tried to talk them out of it. Yeah. Because we don't have – none of us have little kids anymore, right? And her mom can't get around that well without a walker. And I'm like thinking – Disney World? Are you crazy? But <laughs> they wanted to. It's not my family thing, right? Hey. I'm going along for the ride. I'm going to hit the Star Wars uh, theme park. It's excellent. And I'm going to build my own lightsaber and ride the drive the Millennium Falcon, and I'll be happy with that. But otherwise, I'm not a big rides guy. But the price is what I was more worried about. Yeah, well, give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, you give the people what they want. That's true. But you do have to plan for these things. You is do. What you're saying absolutely. Yeah. And one of the things. We do with our financial plans. I mentioned the retirement needs, the healthcare, the day-to-day living expenses. I also encourage my clients to have financial or retirement wants. What else do you want to do during retirement? That's your golf. Maybe that's a new vehicle, uh, the second RV. home, the RV, right? That there is an RV, Clark. European uh, cruise, <laughs> one of those Viking cruises and the Greek, you know, yes. in Europe. or Yes. So I like as many wants as a client can come up with. And then in addition to that, your wishes, maybe things you don't think you can accomplish or do during retirement. Let's list those out as well so we can see how many we can achieve within reason. And yep. then, you know, what kinds of things maybe we want to sacrifice 
or risks that you want to take in order to achieve all those wishes as well. So that's yeah. part of the planning process. Sure. And you started the show, I asked you about healthcare because you've often said that's the number one cost Correct. in retirement and then taxes. Uh, but also up there, the big three, healthcare that people don't always realize is what they're going to end up paying for healthcare taxes yes. and uh, living expenses like home ownership. Yes. You have to live somewhere. Correct. Uh, and I know a lot of people these days are retiring and they still have a house note, maybe because they already use the equity to help get their kids through college. I know my wife and I are in that situation or do remodeling projects. So what if you still have a mortgage in, in retirement? That's an issue, isn't it? It is. And, and I don't know, it, it's not necessarily an issue, but it's something to definitely be aware of. I think a lot of us would like to have our homes paid for by the time we retire because it is such a large expense. However, if you don't, one of the most common questions I get of clients with mortgages is, hey, Jeff, should I pay off my mortgage? Right. right. And that answer always depends. Uh, most likely today, if you've had a mortgage uh, that's, you know, a few years or older, you probably have a very low interest rate. Yep. And I normally financially... I don't recommend paying those off. You can get a tax deduction potentially, and you're also borrowing that money at a very low cost that we should be able to earn more than that uh, with our investments. Yeah. So rather than take money out of your retirement investments to pay off a house, it may make more financial sense to keep that. So that's what they refer to as good debt. Uh, there's bad yes. debt and good debt. And so uh, it's not necessary uh, in some cases to pay off your mortgage before retirement, it may make sense. Like my wife and I, we have our mortgages around 3%. I mean, it may even be 2.9. Yeah. So like practically free money. I know today we're yeah. at 7.3% is the average cost yes. of a 30 year mortgage. So yeah. And, and you've got MIGAs and CDs, CDs. and annuities and yep. other investments that are earning well beyond that. You can find a savings account. I just looked it up for a client before I came in. Online high yield savings account paying five and a quarter percent. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's unheard of for the last, what, 40 years, 50 right. years. Right. So I it mean, makes it easy to yeah. not pay that off if you're willing to do that. Now that's the, the financial decision. The other thing, Tony, in retirement, we want to be comfortable, right? We're meant to relax. That's true. Enjoy it, not have so much stress. Yeah. So for some people, Maybe that's always been a goal of yours to pay off your mortgage and own your home outright. Yep. I take that into account as well. It's not just a sure. smart financial decision, but it's an emotional decision yeah. as well. If it makes you feel good and you're going to be able to enjoy your retirement knowing you have a place to live for the rest of your life, right. let's go ahead and do that. But yeah. keep in mind, right, we still have uh, property taxes, right? Upkeep, maintenance on that home, yeah. also things you want to be aware of. For sure. Yeah. And, and I think that's really good advice. Uh, obviously, housing expenses. Um, uh, what what about um, the challenge of finding extra income during retirement? Once our working years stop, um, it, it, do people, do you find people challenged maybe to get a little more income in retirement? Yeah. Some people, uh, in order to retire early, they have to work part-time well, sure, sure yeah. to make up for that yeah. income gap, right? <clears throat> um, it, it's not always as easy as people think. You know, you're, you're, you're older, you're probably out of your primary uh, profession, so you need to find something else that hopefully you enjoy, isn't stressful because we are in retirement, we want to have some fun, um, but you also want to take into account maybe you're receiving Social Security, 
yeah, which could impact be impacted by uh, the earned income you have through that job. So just a lot of things you want to look at and think about. Uh, if that's part of your plan is to work part-time, we need to think through those things as well and make smart decisions. Yeah. A lot of people either, either because they want to take social security early at age 62 before they retire, or if they retire early and then want to go back to work full-time, they don't realize can't really draw your full social security amount and work full-time and earn too much. Yeah. It correct. doesn't work. Yeah. Not always right. Uh, prior to full retirement age, you can make a little over $12,000 per year without having your social security payments. Uh, decreased the year you reach is nothing, which is not much, right? Yeah. Uh, the year you reach full retirement age, they increase that to nearly fifty thousand. Uh, once you reach full retirement age, of course, you can make as much as you want, and it won't impact your social security benefit, but it will impact potentially the taxes you the pay taxes. on your social security. Taxity, the yes. taxes. Now, I love your title for the show today. Every day is a Saturday. And that plays into the last thing I want to ask you about for people who are considering retirement, especially retiring early. Um, and, uh, you, uh, and some other things you alluded to today, and that is every day is a Saturday is what you titled Correct. the show. And that makes me think of, uh, once you stop your working years, every day is a Saturday, but you don't necessarily have that purpose or drive. Yes. And that can be the emotional impact of retirement isn't something most people are prepared for. Um, you have a lot of time on your hands. I mean, most people work 40, 50 hours a week right? and they have a routine and they have friends at work and they have the commutes where they've learned, gotten into a, you know, hey, this is when I listen to this show or listen to this po podcast and, you know, listen to the Paladin Financial podcast on my drive to and from work. So uh, there's the social aspect of retirement where you have to fill that time and fill that social calendar and stay active. And I think people hit a wall, right? I mean, the answer isn't, oh, I'm going to play golf. Like you mentioned, you can't wait to be retired to play golf. But I mean, uh, you've probably known clients that have done this or people who retire and they say, I'm just going to play golf. You can't play golf every day. You'll hit a wall. You can't sit and watch TV every day. You'll hit a wall or read. Hey, I want to, I've got all these books I've been meaning to read you hit a wall after a while. It's, you yeah. can't just play golf, read and watch TV, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah, you do. You have to prepare for that. Uh, like you said, emotionally as well, make sure you're communicating, uh, not only with your financial advisor, but, uh, you know, your spouse as well, yes. or your family members, what's important to you, what your plans are and make sure it lines up with your financial situation. Um, you want to make sure it's fulfilling. There's a lot of things you can do, hobbies, right? Volunteering, uh, continue your education. Maybe there's something you've just always oh, wanted to know point. or learn. Yeah. And that can be fun as well. Yep. Um, one of the things we've been talking about too, is people that are trying to retire early. If you were to go and let's say be fortunate enough to retire at age 50, how many of your 50 year old friends are going to be in that same position to be able to retire? Right. So if, right. You're, if you're an early retiree, a lot of your friends and old habits are going to have to change because the same people aren't going to be involved. Coworkers, yeah. uh, people may still have uh, children. Uh, life is in a different place and they can't do the things you may be able to do. Um, so maybe be prepared to spend some time with maybe some uh, people that are of an older age yeah. that are now in more of the same situation as you sure. are. Yeah. But, then they then they might not be able to do the same. Yeah. Thing if you, you want to do. Yeah. If you want to do something on a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, at uh, 1 p.m., um, you know, you the the people you know or friends you have, 
they might not be available uh, during the week in the middle of the day yeah. like you are, Correct. right? Correct. So yeah. be prepared for that as well and really have a plan. And, uh, you know, one of the things we like to do with our clients is have a pre-retiree meeting, right? Usually I say three months before you're going to retire, let's get together and hash this thing out, make sure we've got all the details. And After. not for a first meeting, but clients you've been working with. Correct. You, you're going to have some meetings that as you get closer leading up to that pre-retirement meetings to yes. make sure that everything, all the ducks are in a row. All the ducks are in a row. Maybe your spending is more or less than you anticipated. Sure. Uh, so again, meet maybe three months into retirement, do a little temperature check. Are we on the right path? And then maybe again, six months down the road, and then you can go back to an annual meeting. But we want to make sure we get that right. We're not withdrawing more money than we need to spend and sure. paying taxes on it. And just get our ducks in a row and make yeah. sure everything's going according to plan. Adjust as necessary. Yeah, I think that's great. Retirement will be a wonderful adventure and we'll do it together. <laughs> right? Very nice. Right. Very nice. But I'm not planning on retiring from this gig anytime soon. I love doing the show with you. Even if I did retire, I'd do the show with you each week. I love working with you and the rest of the Paladin team uh, every week on the show. It's fun. Well, thanks, Tony. You're yeah. the best in the business in my books, my friend. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, this has been fantastic advice. Thanks for this. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go today? You know, I would just like to first thank everybody for listening and uh, let them know if they have any questions, concerns about their pending retirement, their current retirement. Give us a call at Paladin Financial, uh, 651 842-8406 or find us on the web at our new web address. It is no longer just at financialpaladin.com, but it is now at paladinfinancial.com, which yes. we're very excited about. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense. Paladinfinancial.com. I'm going to go there right now. In fact, as soon as we're done with the show, check it out. <laughs> I'm glad you got the new a URL that's easy to remember for our listeners, paladinfinancial.com. You can contact them through there, set up a no charge, no obligation consultation. Jeff would be happy to talk to you. They have a great team there to work with you. And I would encourage you, there's a lot of resources there, including this radio show page, the podcast page, where you can listen to this show, past shows, view this show or past shows, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music. So a uh, great job today, Jeff. You as well, Tony. Thank you. Yeah, great topic. And that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.